Hi, this is John Ozanting, lead pastor of Evolve Church, and this is the Evolve Church podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope that you find today's message encouraging and full of hope for wherever you're at. Well, here we are, starting a brand new series. It is May the 17th, May long weekend, 2020, and we're going to kick it off the nobodies. What is this about? You know what? First, before we get started, I want to know, how are you today? Like, how are you? Type it in the comments for me real quick. Type, I'm good, I'm great. Go ahead, type it. And then, how are you really doing? Nine weeks in, how's your heart Uh, Wherever you're watching from, if you're in a car, you know, in a parking lot with friends, if you're at home with your family, just out loud, say it. Say it out loud, wherever you're watching from. How are you really doing today? I have been praying for you. I've been praying for every single one that's tuning in this weekend, that the words that I've prepared as as I've just spent time in prayer, spent time reading my Bible, spent time studying for this, that, that everything we share today would impact your heart. And no matter how you're feeling right now, you would just have this confidence that God is with you, that his presence and his spirit in your home, uh, in your workplace, wherever you're watching from, that there would be like a shift in your heart today. Just an awareness that God is good and that he's carrying you through. I'm believing that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to your purpose today as we start this new series, The Nobodies. One of the responses that I've heard from in in conversation with people that I've seen at work in people's hearts over the last two months, one of the responses has been just this this sense of abandonment. And that's been a really real thing. And, And maybe you felt that but haven't spoken those words or haven't given it language yet. But the sense of not just being isolated, but being isolated, being isolated and alone feeling a little bit abandoned, sort of an inactivity that's led you to some self-doubt. And then that self-doubt has maybe led you to some narrative of negative self-talk inside your head where you're just this negative self-talk. And that negative self-talk has opened up your heart to the lie that somehow you don't matter anymore. Is anybody watching that's felt that in any way over the last couple of months. Maybe no one's calling you anymore. No one's texting you anymore. No one's asking anything of you in this season. If your vocation hasn't been deemed essential, does that mean that your entire existence is non-essential? There's a passage in the Bible in the letter of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and I'm going to take time with a few verses from there today, and I As we get going, I just want to read this to you because I love what it says. And I just trust that it's going to speak to your heart. 1 Corinthians 1, starting in verse 26, and I'm reading in the Passion Translation. It says, brothers and sisters, consider who you were when God called you to salvation. Not many of you were, were wise scholars by human standards, nor were many of you in positions of power. Not many of you were considered the elite when you answered God's call. But God chose those whom the world considers foolish to shame those who think they are wise. And God chose the puny and the powerless to shame the high and the mighty. He chose the lowly 
and the laughable in the world's eyes, the nobodies, so that he would shame the somebodies. For he chose what is regarded as insignificant in order to supersede what is regarded as prominent, so that there would be no place for prideful boasting in God's presence. For it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God as we're being joined to Jesus, the anointed one. And now he is our God-given wisdom, our virtue, our holiness, and our redemption. And this fulfills what is written. If anyone boasts, let him only boast in all that the Lord has done. 1 Corinthians 1, verses 26 through 31. The last two months, I've had some pretty dark days. If I were to be completely honest with everybody watching, I've had moments as a, as a pastor, as a leader, I've had moments as a father, as a husband, as a friend, where I have just felt completely inadequate. I've felt ineffective, even useless in some ways. Feeling like I didn't know how to operate or, or control the outcome of any of my efforts. I'm, I'm doing these things, but I don't know what impact they're having. I felt this spiraling down inside of my heart that all of the things I love to do, all the things even that I feel like I've been gifted by God to do, some things that it might, maybe even I'm pretty good at, I can't function well because of physical distancing. I've had moments where I've second-guessed myself drastically. And I'll be honest, there's been a good number of days that I felt pretty low, like a nobody who's watching who even cares? Can anyone relate to that feeling? And if this series is just for me, you're going to have to put up with it. But I have a feeling, a sense, that other people have felt similar things over the last couple of months. And if so, I want you to type in the comments right now, yep, yes, for sure, uh-huh, you know what, pastor, something in the comments right now to let me know that I'm not all by myself in this crazy adventure. Let me know. I am not alone. You are here with me. Yeah, come on, type it, type it. As I continue to navigate and steward the, the middle, this middle season of COVID-19, you know, God's been speaking to my heart. And I'm so glad that he loves to talk to his kids. Holy Spirit's been whispering through all of the lies. He's been saying, son, come on, remember. The lowly ones the laughable, the nobodies, that's who I choose to use. That's who I do my best work, my, my kingdom work through. So here's today's big question. The nobodies part one. Today's big question is this. Are we using this season to grow the depth of our character and our calling? Are we stewarding? Are we using this season to grow the depth of our character and our calling. If you're feeling abandoned, if you're feeling useless, if you're feeling cut off, ineffective, laughable, lowly, it's okay. You're fine. It's all good. Why? Because COVID hasn't stripped you of your purpose and your calling. It doesn't have that kind of power. 
The coronavirus has not stripped you of your purpose and your calling. It doesn't have that kind of weight. You know, it's usually in a season of crisis, if we're not careful, that we just give our power away. And I think it's by just default, not by design, but we just sort of give our power away. I've come to realize that God has given me, through through the wisdom of Holy Spirit, but he's given it to me, the ability to walk diligently in my purpose and in my calling, to rise above the weight of all the negative self-talk and continue to thrive in what he's inviting me to accomplish. 1 Corinthians 1, 28, he chose the lowly, he chose the laughable in the world's eyes. He chose the nobodies so that he could shame the somebodies. For he chose what is regarded as insignificant in order to supersede what's regarded as prominent. Do we desire to use this season to grow the depth of our character and our calling? Today's question. I've got a couple of thoughts for you as we spend the next few minutes together. And I hope these thoughts encourage you. Um, And I believe they are. I believe some of you are already like just leaning in because this idea of lowly, laughable nobody and being in a season where you felt ineffective. If, Pastor, are you saying that that's okay? That I don't have to um, discount this season? That I can still have a purpose? That I can still walk in my calling in this season? Absolutely. That's the point of our talk today. So here's the first thought that I want you to do. I want you to become a card-carrying member of the LLNC, all right? I want you to just sign on the dotted line today, become a card-carrying member of the LLNC, the Laughable Lowly Nobody Club, all right? Just like lean into it. If you just shift in your heart and what's felt like tension, like I feel this this weight, just just choose to be like, okay, I'm in, I'm all in. I'm a card-carrying member of the LLNC. In the last nine weeks, at any moment, have you, have you felt like a nobody? Then here's the good news. You're just the kind of person that God loves to work through. If you felt the weight of that, it's all good. You're in good company, people. God loves to work through the lowly, laughable nobodies. Become a card-carrying member of the club. Let's go. Let that sink in a little bit today. The accuser, the enemy of our soul, wants you to think, that feeling like a nobody means that you're useless, means that you're non-essential, means that you're used up, obsolete, out of touch, ineffective. Psst, that's the lie. That's the accuser. First Corinthians 1.28 says that he chose the lowly, the laughable, the nobodies in the world's eyes. You have been chosen by God. You have. Right now, just like, Right hand on your chest, left hand in the air. Today I choose to become a card-carrying member of the LLNC. I have been chosen. You have. Next thought. Make the choice. Choose today and every day where you're going to draw your life from. Have you ever visited a farm that has like an old school well you know, they rely on well water. And there's like, you know, picture perfect uh, brick wall and a bucket that you have to lower down. You know, to draw clean, fresh water from a well takes intentionality and a system 
and hard work. I've done it before. Uh, it takes purpose to draw clean water from a well. Did you know that you are intentionally drawing life from something every day? You are. You might not be aware of it, but you're intentionally drawing life from something every day. You know what's not working? Drawing your life from the latest news report? Not working. Drawing your life from a politician? Drawing your life from a spouse or a partner? Drawing your life from social media? Drawing your life from your job, whether or not you're working? Drawing your life from a pastor or a small group leader? Nope, nope, nope. The wicked thing about a counterfeit is that it looks like the real thing. That's the horrible thing about a counterfeit. 1 Corinthians 1.30, For it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God. Not from man, not from politicians, not from social media, not from a spouse, not from our work, but from God that we draw our life. If the God of the universe moved heaven and earth to facilitate the greatest reconciliation of life-giving relationship that this world has ever known through Jesus, then why would you intentionally choose a counterfeit to draw your life from? God laid it all on the line for you so that you could have relationship and life from him. Don't choose a counterfeit. Choose life, choose to draw like a deep well. Draw your life from the Father. Choose it, decide it, declare it anew every day. My life comes from the Father. And lastly, wake up every morning and shout from the rooftop, I'm joined to Jesus. Come on, say it with me. I'm joined to Jesus. That might feel a little bit uncomfortable. It might even feel a little bit cheesy or corny. Say it anyways on the count of three. One, two, three. I'm joined to Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1.30, for it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God as we are being joined to Jesus, the anointed one. I love the connection here between drawing life from the Father and being joined to Jesus. You can't actually have one without the other. You can't separate the two of these things. Have you ever heard about the time where Jesus was isolated and all alone for weeks on end? Have you ever read that in the Bible? There's three different accounts. In Matthew, in Mark, and in Luke, they all give an account of Jesus being isolated and alone for weeks on end, for 40 days to be exact. I'm going to read from Luke's account, Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. One through three. From the moment of his baptism, Jesus was overflowing with Holy Spirit. He was taken by the Spirit from the Jordan River into the lonely wilderness of Judea to experience the ordeal of testing by the accuser for 40 days. He ate no food during this time and ended his 40-day fast very hungry. It was then the devil said to him, pause right there. It was at the end of isolation. It was uh, at the end of 40 days. You know, first of all, Jesus was overflowing with the Holy Spirit. Secondly, the lonely wilderness season was so that Jesus could experience the ordeal of being tested 
by the accuser. And third, at his weakest moment, the accuser came. If the devil had to come to Jesus in his weakest moment to tempt him, don't think for a second that in this season of you being isolated, that you aren't being tempted to check out of your purpose. The accuser wanted to try and convince Jesus to do something other than God's will for him. God has a purpose for your life. God has a calling on your life. Everybody watching today has been invited into this story, this mission of Jesus. And the accuser wants to shift gears, take you away from what the Father's called you to. I don't want to rush over this. It's just too important. Number one, Jesus was overflowing with Holy Spirit. Are we? Am I? Are you? Have you, have you allowed a season of being isolated, feeling like lowly, laughable nobody to, to diminish the fire of God's life inside of your heart? The lonely wilderness season was so that Jesus could experience the ordeal of being tested by the accuser. Testing's not a bad thing. It just shows us what we're made of. You're going to be tempted in this season of wilderness, in this season of isolation. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And you've probably already been tried to convince in your heart that you don't matter, that you don't, you don't have a purpose anymore, that you're just a nobody. That's okay. God chooses to use the nobody. And lastly, at Jesus' weakest moment, the accuser came to tempt Jesus. Nine weeks in, we might be in our weakest moment so far. We might have weaker moments yet to come. You might have had the best week in the last nine or, or maybe the worst. But right now, you need to remember that it was immediately after the isolation that Jesus stepped into the fulfillment of his purpose. What's God preparing you for right now? How is God preparing you to be effective, not down the road, but today and every day, and to, to launch you into the season that's yet to come? Listen, Luke 4, verse 14, then Jesus, after all this temptation, then armed with the Holy Spirit's power, returned to Galilee. His fame spread throughout the region. He taught in synagogues, and they glorified him. God used the season of lowly, laughable, nobody isolation to forge within Jesus, a resilience and a reliance on the Father and to refine Jesus's purpose. I just can't help but feel that God wants to do the same thing in us right now. A resilience, a strength of character on the inside, a refining of our purpose, a reliance on the Father. Today's big question, are we using this season to grow the depth of our character and our calling. I'm gonna give you some practical things in the weeks ahead to help you kind of fine tune this process. But today, as we close, the thoughts I shared were become a card carrying member of the LLNC, the Lowly Laughable Nobody Club. If, if that's been the lie that you're like, because I feel this way, I'm out. I just trust that God today wants to say, because you feel this way, I can use you. I love to use people who are lowly, laughable nobodies. Number two, make the choice today and every day where you're gonna draw your life from. If you've been trying to draw life from anything other than the Father, lay down the counterfeit, choose his heart, choose his presence, choose his voice. And number three, wake up every morning and shout from the rooftop, I'm joined to Jesus. In other words, 
Jesus was tempted in isolation and he overcame because he knew God, he knew the Father, he knew the voice of the Father, he knew the words of the Father. He, he rose above it, he pushed back against the accuser and was released into his purpose. I'm joined to Jesus, so I'm gonna do the same thing. My hope, my heart's cry for each person watching this today is that these words I've shared, the power of Holy Spirit working in your heart right now would redeem the lie that you've been stripped of your purpose because of this season. You haven't. God wants to use you. He's chosen you. It's the lowly, laughable nobodies that God has chosen to bring life to others, to bring encouragement to others, to bring hope to others. You've been chosen. You have. You have. Like Jesus, let's push through and use this season to grow the depth of our character and our calling. No counterfeits, no wasted time. Let's grow. Are you in? Are you ready? Are you available? I love the words that we sang together for the first time today. Narrow as the road may seem, I'll follow where your spirit leads. Broken as my life may be, I will give you every piece. Here I am with open hands, counting on your grace again. Less of me and more of you. I just want to see you move. And so I hear you call. I say, yes, Lord, I'm available. I'm going to push through the lie. I'm going to shift gears from being um, ineffective nobody to stepping into my purpose nobody. Let's redeem this time. Let's, let's feel released into our calling, released into our purpose. You've been chosen, church. You've been chosen. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. If you're ever in the Edmonton area, pop by for a visit. And if you need any more information, visit EvolveChurch.com. We hope to see you soon.